everyone, and welcome to the Cinematic Schematic, the official podcast of thecinematropolis.com, your home to thoughtful conversations on film. I'm your host, Caleb Masters, and today you hear the sirens. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. That's right. It's an emergency episode. We're bringing this show back slightly earlier than anticipated because we have to talk about the most important phenomenon that is happening in cinema this year, 2024, happening on Valentine's Day of all days. You remember the summer of Morbius, yes? I, And we failed to cover it. You know where you were. I I, I actually do. That was when I had my first, I had COVID the first time and I was in a very COVID type fever dream while watching Morbius and it was was terrible, but also wonderful at the same time. We didn't talk about it on this show. We We didn't cover Morbius the summer Morbius we missed it was a miss we didn't talk about the cinematic excellence and we're sorry viewers listeners we we failed you we failed you you, luckily Amy Pascal came back around and she said oh people just they're 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 dying from Morbius they forget spider who they love Morbius what about this Craven the Hunter biggest villain in all of comic book history (laughs) And of course, how could we forget the character they've been clamoring for since before comic books were even written? They knew one day we would need a fortune teller (laughs) adjacent (laughs) superhero, Madam Web. I I don't know about you guys for my entire life. When's the Madam Web movie coming? (laughs) So today we're covering not the summer of Morbius, the winter of Web. (laughs) So we're going to start with an icebreaker question before jumping into a spoiler-free-ish review uh, before we get into a very in-depth spoiler discussion discussing the sophisticated and thoughtful themes that this film is putting forward to the conversation of cinema. My God. (laughs) And joining me as always for the, the, the privilege to talk about Madam Webb in our lifetime, my co-host and award-winning Oklahoma filmmaker, Laron Chapman. Laron, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You know that I love you because I'm here. <laughs> oh, this oh, is a season of love. It is the Valentine's <laughs> gift I didn't know I needed. Also, listen, do you want to hear a bunch of dudes talking about Madam <laughs> Webb? This is a gal pal movie, okay? Oh, no. So we invited a couple of our very favorite gal pals to join the show this week. Uh, she's a freelance writer, former host of Soundtrack, Alexandra Bohannon. Alex, welcome back. Hi, I'm so honored to be in these echelons of spider people that we have assembled around our table today because we don't have the license to say Spider-Man in, on the podcast. <laughs> Spider-Man TM. <laughs> Last, but certainly not least, I'm very w- happy to welcome back Chelsea Raderman. She's reviewed a few other movies, almost exclusively comic book movies. <laughs> yeah. I, hate to, I hate to say it, but you did do Mission <laughs> Impossible last year. I did. And this is the most important one. You did You did Across uh, the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I, I think you did, we did an Endgame episode a few years ago. Wait, I think you two were on that one together, if I'm not mistaken, maybe. maybe I don't know. Possible? Maybe. Yeah. It's been a few years. Yeah. You, but, you know, you have, you've reviewed Endgame, you yeah. know, so... But this is the most important one you've done so far, right? It's absolutely just, you know, the hallmark of supernatural or super superhero cinema. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea, for being here and coming through again. with this. <laughs> it's all been building up to this. This, this, is, is, the movie. this is the highlight of my <laughs> career here. <laughs> uh, all right, listeners. And hey, if you enjoy this review of Madam Web and find it deeply insightful, like the insights of the movie, make sure to leave us a rating and a review, uh, specifically on Apple Podcasts. We need 200 re- reviews, ladies and gentlemen. I need you, and I only have 40. So if you could like step in and give us that rating... You might be entered for a chance to win some cool swag. So uh, do the review and send your screen caps to the cinematropolis at gmail.com. 
That is the cinematropolis at gmail.com. Uh, and hey, we'll be giving away some more swag uh, later this year. More to come on that soon. Without further ado, though, let's break the ice by talking about. <laughs> I know Web and Time's going to have to wait for one second. <laughs> what is the most awkward movie you've seen either on a first date or Valentine's Day? Date. And you know what? We'll say date in general. But if you if it's extra cool if it's your first date or Valentine's Day, Alexandra Bohannon. I'll start with you. I feel so honored and privileged because I have the perfect answer for this uh, for this story. When I was in high school, I was dating this guy who, reflecting, probably was too old for me, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and he came over to my parents' house, and it's like, oh, we should have a, have a movie night, we're going to suggest. So this is basically my very first, hey, meet my parents kind of situation We've gone, we, we had never, I don't even know if we'd actually had gone on a date. So this would be, this was definitely our first movie that we ever watched together. So I'd say maybe our first date. Um, so at my parents' house, he's like, oh, I have this movie in my, my trunk. I'll just come in and bring it in and watch it. We watched Donnie Darko with my conservative <laughs> Christian parents oh on my first date oh with my this gosh. guy who is uh, much uh, age inappropriate for me as uh, as I was in high school. So it's um, got Patrick Swayze brings all the moms <laughs> and dads to the yard. Come on, um, my parents. Uh, they we I had never seen Donnie Darko at that point. Only he had seen Donnie Darko, so I wasn't aware as to what was about to transpire and be able to warn people off. Um, or him off. And so we watched the film and it was exceptionally awkward the whole time. And then he left the house and my parents said, you can never see him again. <laughs> and I didn't. So. And I didn't. <laughs> Corrupting the youth. Corrupting yes. the youth. Uh, you know, I, I always feel like sometimes parents overstep their boundaries, but in that scenario, I think that was a good call. Yeah, he he led with Donnie Darko the first meeting. You might as well flip off your parents. Yeah, it's like... Hi, my name's Steve. F you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Donnie Darko. That's a fantastic pickup. I'd love to hear that. Yep. Chelsea Raderman, how about you? Um, So I have had such a bad track record with movie dates that I no longer go on them until oh, wow. like the third date mm, um, because I have been taken to both Grand Torino and Jackass 3D. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jackass 3D, man. That's a choice. I, I, because I'm like, I'm a movie person, so yeah, I'm like, yes. I'm not gonna pick because I'm like, I'm a snob. Okay, like we're gonna go watch something or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll let the guy let you decide. I'll let, I'll let the people pick. Um, and I have regretted it every, every time. time. <laughs> Hi, uh, Chelsea, you're really great, and uh, yeah, you want to do a movie? Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna go see Jackass. Um, so I'm going to tell you something about myself uh, on our first date by picking the movie Jackass 3D. It tells you so much about who I am as a person. Maybe it actually is the litmus test you need to do for these people. Mm -hmm. It's the screener question. Vetting them very early. Yeah. I, I, will, I will, in 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 the their defense, the one time I did pick a movie, I needed to go watch it for like Oscar season. So it was the darkest hour. <laughs> he fell asleep. Um, <laughs> but so, Gary Oldman, like come I on. said, I don't go on movie dates anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know saving it for a third date's a good a good strat. Yeah, um, yeah, third date that sounds solid because you have to talk the first two. So yeah. I think third definitely. You get to get, learn their taste before yeah. you pick the movie. Yeah. Um, so what did you think like when they were shooting the dildos at the screen in three D? What was your <laughs> was what were your like, thoughts? I I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 
not even 18 yet. And I was like, okay, sure. We, we, we need something to get through this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fantastic pick. Both of those. Grand Torino, grumpy old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. LeBron Chapman, how about you? Well, I, I couldn't think of a, a really great first date. I could think of a, a really notable last date. Um, <gasps> oh. I would, yeah. Well, I was in, I, we were on the outs um, and it was like a six, six year relationship. Um, and we were both trying to discern, you know, like what we still had to hold on to with one another. Like still like in that phase of like, we have a history together, but it's not working anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so uh, we watched Blue Valentine oh, God. Oh. together. <laughs> Brutal. And, and when That's I definitely t- a breakup movie. Wow. And when I tell you, like watching that movie without saying a single word to each other, we were pin drop silent the whole movie and pin drop silent on the drive home. And it's like, without saying a word, it was like, we knew the movie told us, you know, like, <laughs> this is the end. This is gonna be us. <laughs> we have to stop this now, you know, like, so, wow. and we did, and we did. And it was, like I said, that was a that was a hard goodbye, but man, thank you, dear and seer in France, whatever his name is, who directed it. Um, that, de France. Dear and France, yeah. Um, and yeah, for for helping me move forward into the, turning a new leaf into my new life. That's so. like an, uh, we're gonna wow. amicably break up. So let's yeah. just watch Blue Valentine. Yeah, I was like, yeah. the arguments are the same. I was like, oh my god, this is us. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, this is us. Am I gonna us. lose my hair like Ryan Gosling? This was us arguing in the car before we came into the movie. Oh my god. Like, god, like so. It it on a weird way, it was cathartic though because oh, yeah. it, we, I wasn't even somber about it. It just like answered the questions I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like. Well, Sure. You know, so that's a you know that is a great breakup movie. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I have also watched that after, not with the person I was breaking, but immediately after a breakup. And something cathartic about it helps mm-hmm. you process your grief a little bit, and you just yeah. jump. You know, the, the, the process of grief, you just jump like three steps from watching that one movie. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sick. Um, so mine's not Valentine's Day or first date, but it's one I um, will never forget because it's with my wife. Um, third date. And I know this because she recently found the ticket stub and it's brought the whole conversation up. Um, so me and my wife, Lauren, had been, we'd gone on a couple dates. We did, maybe it was the fourth date. Somewhere, third or fourth date, somewhere in the middle. Uh, we, we'd done a little casual museum plus drinks date. We did a dinner date. And at that point, we were like talking enough that we were like, oh, we want to spend time together. And then I just mentioned one day, because I'm doing the film critic thing. And, you know, on Thursday nights, there's usually a new release that you want to see. And she's like, so what are you doing? And we, oh, and we were, uh, full disclosure, we were working uh, at the same company at the time. And so we would have like, you know, like little water cooler chats and stuff. And it's like, so what are you doing tonight? And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to go to the movies. Uh, I've got I've got this thing I'm going to be re- reviewing or I need to watch for awards or something like that. And she's like, oh, what is it? And I was like, oh, I, I uh, in my head, I'm like, oh, no, she asking because she wants to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, oh, all right, uh, you know, it's a movie. I don't, you know, it's kind of weird. I, uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, from none other than director Luca Guadagnino. Uh, we're talking, of course, about 2018's Suspiria. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, she's like, oh, what's the movie? And I was like, oh, it's, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And there's witches. And hey, it also happens to star Dakota Johnson, by the way. Fun, um, fun stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I'm gonna go to the Showtime right after. And she's like, oh, can I go? And I'm like, I can't say no because I. 
Yeah. It's going well. It'd be and rude I, at this it, point. I'd be rude, but also, oh my God, please don't break up with me. Yeah. So the whole time, from the moment we get to the theater, we see it at Tinseltown, and the whole time I'm sitting down and watching the trailer, the entire runtime, I'm like, oh God, is she going to walk out? Is this it? Because you know, we don't know each other well enough at that point to know exactly how far she's willing to go, yeah. right? And I'm sitting here. So when there's that, that that bloody orgy witch explosion at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> what is she thinking of me? Yeah. <laughs> and we walk out, and she's like, well, you were you were not wrong. That was definitely a weird movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I have a yeah. strange connection to you because I think you've probably been um, dating Lauren about it's almost as long as I've been, uh, well, I'm not married, too. Uh, that was one of the first movies I recommended Craig watch. Oh, you know, wow. was, 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 it was that a test? That was, I guess so. It was like, <laughs> I guess it was the test for both of us, you know, like, but yeah, I remember like he sent me a screenshot of his face watching it. He Like, what is this? Hey. I think he did wind up liking it, but he did definitely was like, okay, so I see who you are. <laughs> like, so you wow. and I both got married. So see, actually the key to success for is Lucas successful and Dakota Johnson. Exactly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Bringing it home. Bringing yeah. it Dakota home. Johnson. Uh, and also I made up to Lauren. We saw First Man with Ryan Gosling uh, at the first press screener. Oh, okay. And that was, she loves space, outer space stuff. So that yeah. was like, oh, don't worry. I think I'd already invited her to that one, yeah. so it was on the horizon. Palette cleanser. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yes, yeah. yes. But on the topic of Dakota Johnson, <laughs> time for us to review the Madam Web. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm gonna help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Jackie! Until one moment changed everything. Come on! Welcome back to Bolanda the Living. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. So according to IMDb, Madam Webb, spelled with one B, is described as Cassandra Webb, spelled with two Bs, is a very New York metropolis paramedic who begins to demonstrate signs of clairvoyance. Forced to challenge revelations about her former, there's a word missing there, she needs to safeguard three young women from a deadly adversary who wants them destroyed. So a couple fun facts about Madam Webb. This is the featured directorial debut film of director S.J. Clarkson, who is a actually a very seasoned TV director with, with credits on many popular programs, including Dexter, Jessica Jones, and Succession, to name a few. Insanity that those... Yeah, one of these things is not like the other <laughs> on that list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Jessica Jones is a superhero, so it kind of makes sense why they would get her, right? Even better, though, the two of the film's co-writers... Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless are responsible for such cinematic masterpieces. This is explains the hype. They went to the best writers for the winter of web because they knew they couldn't oh, fail. They co-wrote Dracula Untold. Uh, that is the Luke Evans Dracula movie from like what, 10 or so years ago. The Last Witch Hunter starring Vin Diesel. Of course, Morbius, the masterpiece. Oh, and my personal favorite, and I'm actually saying that non-ironically, from the list, Gods of Egypt. Uh, starring uh, Jamie Lannister and uh, Gerard wow. Butler and one of the most unhinged Gerard Butler performances I've mm -hmm, ever seen. Mm -hmm. And that's someone who played in, in 300. So. <laughs> <laughs> and has been in all of the Something Something Has Fallen movies and mm -hmm. those are pretty, pretty nuts. And it's like they didn't learn anything from any of those movies, none of which did well, none of which were like, reviewed well. Like, 
let's do let's get these people together because they make successful movies. They need like a third man, or like they just need to be like y'all are not allowed to work together. Mm-hmm. Ever yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, it's time for us to talk about our overall thoughts on Madam Web. Uh, Laron Chapman, as the other male at the table, let's just get the male feelings out of the way first. Male feelings, what, male what? fragility. Because <laughs> um. this is clearly we're not the target demographic for this movie. Obviously, no. Yeah. no. Um, is there a target demographic? No, there isn't. So. This is for no one. Warm this bodies is, in this, chairs, uh, paying money. I, I genuinely feel like, in some ways, like a, a, this. This to me is just—it's bad in ways that are like inconceivable to me in terms of like just on a fundamental level i actually when i saw the trailer for this i had no interest in seeing it but i expected it to be very mid all of the road sort of you know Mm -hmm. just like average forgettable but i i mean i think what two minutes into this i was like oh boy the first couple lines of dialogue are cringe so I I mean I I knew what we were in for th- at that point I knew it was going to be a painful two hours and it is two hours long, mm. you know. Um, so it's 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 I want to know the story behind it. I'm honestly convinced that you know th- that the studio wanted to see like what is the bare minimum we can do and cash in on it. Like, see, you say that, but there was clear reshoots slash post production. Yeah. ADR, which we'll get into later, oh. but but like they didn't just do the bare minimum. They're like, oh, but we gotta we gotta fix it. It's yeah. bad, and we gotta fix yeah. air quote fix it. The real winner here, though, is Dakota Johnson's um, campaign for this movie. Yes, if you have been watching it, it's incredible. She does not give a shit about this movie. She still hasn't seen the movie, by the way. And she does not give she, a shit about this movie. She, the quote is, "I haven't seen this movie as a form of self care." That's the direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> she's just... Did you see? She, I think Dakota Johnson is actually. We don't give her enough credit. She knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Did you see her? The when they asked her about the name of the Spider Man movies, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like Spider Man Here He Comes or something like that. She just <laughs> made up some names. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like the most savage Nepo baby yes. yeah. on the market yes. today. It's yes. true. <laughs> Absolutely. It's true. Her and Kay Stewart are like trying really mm. hard for that. But, but the, one the of them, title. I, I mean, but Kristen Stewart's like. I, mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, I, mean, I do like Dakota Johnson too. I do too. too. I, do yeah. too yeah. I, I think all of us kind of expected, like, Kay Stewart's done, that she's done the, she did the Twilight thing, mm-hmm. which the irony of the fact that Fifty Shades started as Twilight fan fiction mm-hmm, mm-hmm. online. Like, so mm-hmm. the parallels of these two women's careers are very, <laughs> very there. there. And then Kay Stewart, she exited at Indie Weird and having a fun time over here. And then Dakota Johnson's just like, you know, pay me some money every once in a while and I'll just show up. Up and do. I'll do something. an Oscar movie and then I'll do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I'll do. I'll do, I'll do, do yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah. So, um, Laurent, I, again, I, I, we're going to pass it to Chelsea here in a second, but I have to ask the question. Um, <laughs> I, I need dead serious here. Oh God, was I'm the only so serious. so was the line from the trailer, the one that we all love so much? Uh, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders. spiders right before she died. Was that written by an AI, and why isn't it in the movie? Yes. It was written by an AI, and it was not. <laughs> why? Why was that? That's the. That's what I'm here for. I'm here it for that is line. The point of this, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was not there. This whole movie felt like it was made by AI. I just, it just feels cobbled together. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like a movie. It doesn't. It feels like, like just disparate mm-hmm. sequences strung together with some thin veil of a narrative. It's so bad. I don't. I, it has to be seen a, to be believed. It's a quite quite a tangled web. Yeah, a tangled oh web gosh. of yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. Please, Chelsea. Tell Chelsea Raderman, please save the, save this conversation from from despair. I oh god, I 
my thoughts on Madam Web are there is there was something interesting that they just took and dropped it in the dumpster and said <laughs> we're we're just ignoring that because um, like the character comic book wise very minor X Men slash Spider Man mm-hmm. character. Really interesting concept. Um, I, Ties into the multiverse stuff they're doing very well. Fantastically, yeah. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. I think they, I maybe these writers just hate women. I think mm-hmm. they do. I really <laughs> think they do. Because I, I would love to see the before because we know that the script like changed five thousand times. Probably yeah. like the 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 A draft and the Z draft are like so so um, it so we should also clarify it was set in two thousand three, mm-hmm. which we'll yeah. talk more about that in a little bit. But I just want to clarify because at one point I heard it was set in like the nineties, and they I don't know why, but they changed it. Mm-hmm. So you know. Anyway, yes, it was rewritten several times. Yeah, I I I I I am so confounded by this film. <laughs> was there like ever a moment? Okay, actually. What was the moment when you were watching the film where you said, oh, no, it's even worse than I expected? The second that our male antagonist did not open his mouth and spoke. (laughs) (laughs) True story. In the first minute of the film. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That that really happened. Yes. So that was when I knew. My two hours oh was about to be fantastic. <laughs> what was Amy Pascal on when she was watch screening this and saying, yeah, that's good. That's passable. She said, I'm still trying to survive. I'm still recovering from the Sony hacks. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here. We're just here. We're just here. <laughs> Alexandra Bohannon, what do, you, what do you think of Madam Web? I have to say, this was a refreshingly bad movie. <laughs> like, it's not bad in a boring way. I was I was entertained the entire time. So I'm not I'm truly not mad at the time I spent watching this movie because I haven't seen a movie in this flavor of bad in years. Mm, yeah. Because it's a different a different flavor of bad than just the B grade to C grade Marvel schlock. Like mm-hmm. I would watch this is insane. I would watch this movie again over watching the Marvels, which I haven't seen. Like mm-hmm. that that property does not appeal to me but watching something this bad mm-hmm. appeals to me because it's like I, I we need to see with a group yeah like, with, yeah. With, and maybe because yeah. I saw I chose a friend that was into movies and who I knew we would whisper the entire time and we had basically just like an MST3K experience and I <laughs> that is I the had, way I had a great a great time this is I wasn't desti- mad about spending my two hours this way would you <laughs> say this is destined to be a cult classic of people hate watching it in groups together yeah Hysterically, I did actually see a headline about that very topic. Where really? People were like, this is going to be a Galentine's cult classic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. 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 And the thing is, is that the room the, of, of, yeah. of, 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 <laughs> of Galentine's movies. And it's interesting because as much as it comes out on Valentine's Day and we have these four heroines, like, I feel like. Femini- their gender is largely irrelevant throughout the entire mm-hmm. film. All of this, everyone in this film could have been gender swapped except for pregnant Emma Watts. Uh, Emma, Emma, Emma Roberts. 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 That was color of her Anyway, everyone could have been gender swapped and the movie would have remained the same. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, at what point 
did you realize this movie was as bad or worse than you expected, even though through the enjoyment? At what moment did you know, oh, my God, I'm in for a treat? It's the text effects of the <laughs> 1973. And just like the, it, I was like, oh, this is just Daredevil 2003. Like, that's where we're at right now. And let's let's just fucking go. I'm excited. <laughs> um, better or worse than uh, for, for the table, better or worse than Daredevil 2003, not the director's cut, the theatrical cut. Oh, because that do, that does truly matter. It, it yeah. does. It does make it a, a better movie. Mm, that is a great question. I mean, Daredevil's listen. bad in different ways. Yes. I would. I could still rewatch that in in. Well, I could rewatch it, even though it's not great. Because there's a nostalgic quality. Evanescence was a thing. It was a big mm-hmm. deal to me. So, you know, like, so yeah. we also got there. Colin Farrell playing Bullseye, yeah. which, which is an unhinged performance. Yes. You know? yeah. uh. the, the villain. So if I had to pick like, uh, oh, you have to watch one of these movies right now. Which one do you pick? I picked Daredevil 2003. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because I, well, I think this film could have been worse in a more fun way also if the villain had been stronger like, like if, remotely yeah like per- had motivations that make sense had uh, f- consistently spoke motivation in, <laughs> in ways that made sense that you could hear that weren't ADR all of the things had, he, he apparently was ahead of the curve he's Spider-Man before there was a Spider-Man yeah somehow he knew uh, Chelsea better or worse than Daredevil 2003 I'm gonna say oh god wor- worse just because Daredevil 2003, like, it's a 2003 superhero movie. It, yes. It, I think that they knew what they were making when they made it. Yeah. It's And this one, they, I think that they really thought they were doing something. <laughs> well, 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 and with Daredevil, it's like, we were still trying to, fi- they were, studios were still trying to figure out what a comic book movie was. 100%. Right. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the structure of it, how, how big it needed to be, how scaled down it needed to be, or how big, you know. And so, they leaned into the camp. In the camp, yeah. yeah. Of, so of comic books. They were figuring that out. We have no excuse for this no. now. No. We have seen 48 of these movies now. There's so, no excuse for this. So, follow-up question. Have, has, who at this table has seen the Electra movie? Yes. Yes. Have you seen the Electra movie? No. Chelsea? No? Question mark. But okay. it's been like 10 years. Yeah, so if I had, it was... Better or worse than the Electra movie? Oof. That one has Jennifer Garner. Yeah. So. I mean, she is great. She's cutting those sandbags. Yeah, That's she's the scene slicing I remember. those sandbags. Yeah, so... Okay, so we think this is actually definitively... The costumes say, are better as would, well. Would yes. You, okay, so would we say that Madame Web is the worst comic book movie ever made? Very... If, it, if not, oh, yes, it is very close. It is in mm-hmm. the top... It is in the bottom echelon. Yeah. Like, like I think we were talking about, you know, the summer of Morbius. At least Morbius had Matt Smith and the queer subtext going for it. Like, that was actually interesting. This movie doesn't even have that going for it. Well, and there's not any kind of hallmarks of the traditional. This is, I mean, I don't know if spoilers matter. No, not not really. Like, it doesn't even have those traditional hallmarks. There's not even, like, a really big action. I mean, there is an, an action set piece, but it's all very, like, pathetic. Like, nobody is super powered at that point, mm-hmm. even though we were like kind of like implied in the trailer. It's like, Oh, the women in costumes and things are going to happen. But then those things actually don't seem to happen in this movie mm-hmm. at all and have no relevance. And it just ends up being that Dakota Johnson can see the future. And that's kind of, kind of see the, kind of see kinda the future when it's convenient, but not really. And then that's it. And I don't, yeah. uh, I just wanted uh, Morbius at least had like, a superhero person doing superhero things instead of, I don't know, everyone just kind of running around for a few yeah. hours. My favorite but, thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, oh, just in a funny, bad way. Anyway, <laughs> my favorite thing is the bookend and with her in the 
in the in the <laughs> motorized wheelchair. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have a list of questions I'm going to ask at the okay. end in the air quote spoiler yeah. section. But 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 seriously, we can ask now since she brought it up. Why is she in a wheelchair? Why? Is <laughs> is so? Why is she in a wheelchair? Like, granted, the events of the film happened, and you can infer there was an injury. The the, the blindness. No, the blindness. We get the blindness. Yeah. yeah. The blindness makes it wheelchair. The, 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 again, it could. Events happen. I don't. I don't want to spoil anything until we get to that section. But like, okay. things he's happen. an X Men for us. You know, for right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, and it's like we've already like throughout the course of the movie, we've already discussed that the thing that made her need assistance in that way in the comic books is not a thing in this movie. No, not at all. Not like, at all. No. She hardly resembles the character in the comic books whatsoever. Like, right. almost. Yeah, she's blind and she can <laughs> is kind of clairvoyant. But yeah. like that, that's it. But it's the line. It's the line at the end when she's, and I laughed. I audibly laughed out loud, and it was the it was a relief because I was in <laughs> such utter sadness for so for like an hour and fifty seven minutes, and so. But I got a good chuckle, like a actual a genuine chuckle. And like the the movie was trying to do the, that before, and I just it, I couldn't get on board with it. But I actually laughed when um, uh, she says, um, "Bless you." And she's like, what? And then five seconds later, she's, achoo. Oh, my god! I was like, that is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that coming. So <laughs> like, let, let's let's drill down on here some specific aspects sure. before we get to spoilers, okay? Um, we have the, the villain of the movie. Uh, his name's Ezekiel Sims, and he's played by Tahar Rahim. And um, what has he done? Uh, this poor man. It is, I don't know, but he's probably not doing anything anytime soon. Uh, I guess he, oh, he was Napoleon. Okay. He, okay. Uh, that's about all I got. Okay. He's been some other stuff, but I haven't heard of these other ones. Uh, you know, his, uh, firstly, we're just going to talk about the ADR. Mm. Very specific. So, so listeners who are not familiar with the term ADR, this is when they go through in post-production and they're trying to air quote fix the story. So a lot of times you'll you'll dub uh, if if you don't get good audio, um, you'll dub the, the the actor will re-record the line and they'll put it to match the lips. A lot of times what you see with an ADR is oftentimes you'll see like the back of the character's head and they'll say something so you don't see their mouth move. Right. This movie, they re-record lines that extremely clearly do not align with what his lips are saying. A bold at approach. All. Very, <laughs> very bold. And like Chelsea said, it's like at the very beginning. The purpose. Yeah. <laughs> and like Chelsea said, it's it's noticeable from from the jump. The, the, the get. Yeah. Yeah. And not only does it not match his lips, you know, um, it's like they're out in the jungle, but I can tell his lines were re recorded like in a quiet sound studio. Like it in no way matches the vibe of the scene yeah. whatsoever. The room tone. And they're they're not like mixed in. Yeah. No. Like it like there's the movie happening and then there is his dialogue track in a sitting room. on top of it. Yeah. yeah. The yes. mix is horrible. There's no blend. Yes. Yeah. Like like they didn't put any post production. It's literally no. just like, oh, we got him to record this on his phone real fast. And uh yeah, we're Guys, gonna... how is this movie in theater? I don't know. <laughs> and I also noticed he, a, a, the bulk of his scenes, not all of them, especially the jungle stuff, is especially bad. Yeah. But a, a lot of his scenes are in the dark and he's like pacing around so that they can try to hide it a and little he, bit. He has bare feet. Why? For no reason. Yeah. He's in and then, feet. then when he's a spider, a spider, not a Spider Man, because they couldn't say Spider Man, uh, a spider person. Wearing he, a very. He wears shoes. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I didn't notice that on the train when you see him walking. I'm like, wait, he's barefooted. Okay. Okay. So, so let's dive further, though. Yes. 
We don't understand his wardrobe choices. His <laughs> his his villain power is that he can poison people by touching them. Okay, that part I I got that. Yeah. He apparently doesn't age, by the way. We don't clarify right. that whatsoever. He's the same age in the seventies as he is in two thousand three. Yeah. Okay. I didn't um, think about that because that was I was beyond at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like his, he he did have more gray, gray hair, that but is it okay? Was it okay? Maybe it was slightly was... graying, and then in his premonitions, he had really gray hair. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Implying time passed because <laughs> inexplicably he has premonitions of his death, which is what motivates him to want to kill the spider women before they become spider women, so they're teenagers. Okay, can you guys explain? I just want to open up the table. Can you guys explain this guy's motivations and like what he's about, Chelsea? There is a single line late in the movie where he was like, he stole the spider, so he's cursed. Oh. That is the motivation, because he's been I cursed. So I guess these spider women are going to come. Oh, take wh whatever. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Cursed by the entire tribe of Spider-Men? Like, like, what, I, <laughs> like the, the, like, the, like, mysticism aspect of whatever the spider is, is cursed him. And I guess that these three Spider-Women are like karma. Karma. That he can okay. see. He can it's see. It's the best I can come up yes. with at this point, because I did catch that line, and it's the only thing that's, like, stuck out to me when I was like, why is this man here? Yeah. <laughs> he's been cursed. He says something in the opening, right? Like uh to We don't even know why he's to trying to steal the spider in the first place. Yeah, he's like he's automatically like, oh, this dude's creepy because he comes behind her and he's like, Did you find it? Did you find it? You know, he's just <laughs> yeah. super like, you know, she's like, Yeah. She's like, I did. Like, go away. Go Thank away. you for my umbrella. Yeah. You know, like but I'm just wondering, like, he does say like an offline, like kind of like, was it like my family was dealt a really bad hand. I yeah. Really like, it's like, yeah, it's like a money thing. Like he was going to leverage it for being yeah. a criminal, but we don't ever get any, that's the thing that no backstory on this dude. whatsoever. Yeah, this no. is a consistent thing in this movie is like, we get, we get told these things, but they're never supported in or acknowledged throughout <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the movie. So it's like, there's just people doing things doing. for a couple of hours. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people doing things. Um, and the editing. Oh, oh the, the edit editing is, is so bad. Oh, oh, oh uh, related to the villain character, though. And it ties into the editing. Yes. That dream sequence where they have, where, where, where Dakota Johnson has a conversation with him in the dream sequence. Did that really happen? They treat it like it actually happened. Yeah. But also did. it did it doesn't happen. It doesn't, but it doesn't it happen. Yeah. <laughs> like they never have a real conversation. Yeah. And it's all edited to shit. And I know mm -hmm. they're trying they're they try to cover it up and making it, oh, it's dreamy. It's oh, yeah. it's, and everything you've seen in the trailer that you think is gonna be like a scene or a moment is a vision that doesn't happen. So it's very like you know what yeah. I mean? So that's also really like I mean, from just a very like underwhelming standpoint, just like the, the these Women don't suit up and get the I cool know. things. Oh God, that was the worst part. That's like imagined. Like <laughs> so. It's so, so what is your favorite thing about the editing, Lebron? <laughs> Tell me more. Um, God. Did the uh, Academy miss out? They, yeah, they missed out. <laughs> you know, I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was the worst edited movie to ever win editing, but no. This is. I mean, this will never be nominated. But my God, like, yeah, this is. This is. <laughs> What a travesty. It'll never be nominated. My goodness. <laughs> it'll be nominated, but it'll be at a different Razzie. award show. I think this is going to sweep the, the Razzies next year, this, this year. I just want to put it out there. I, I generally have avoided, you know, Lauren, we've talked, we talk about this and how we approach reviews and generally we're on the, we don't like to like hate review movies, sure. mm -hmm. 
But in this case, this movie feels like we it was, were trolled. Yes. So at yeah. this point, it's warranted. Yes. yes. Like, like with the way they did Morbius, I felt like they were inviting us to do it. That because that's their only hope for this movie to get an audience is people yeah. think it's so bad it's good. So I just want to specify this: we're kicking a dog wash down. It's a very expensive studio produced <laughs> film that has talented people working on it. So right. you know, no excuses. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. So the villain is okay. Well, last thing about Ezekiel Sims, I just think his name's goofy. Very last thing I have to say, I was, I thought for a minute that the Spider-Man and the costume and him were going to be two different people. Like it was oh, going to be. In fact, I even had a, I even had a moment. Where I was like, oh, maybe the guy in the spider suit is actually there to help. And she, mm-hmm. you know, mm. uh, why, why is he sometimes in the spider suit and sometimes not? Probably cheaper to just. Put they didn't in have the CGI. suit that day. <laughs> I mean, literally, there's like so. Like I said, there's just so many fundamental things that just are bizarre to me. Like you said, like is he just so bad at acting that on the day that they're like, we're gonna have to just. Aud- it's aud- a suit aid. day. We're just gonna have to do the audio. Oh, he's not available. He's he's uh, such a busy actor. He can't come in for reshoots. Let's just put the guy yeah. in the costume. We didn't get a single clean line. We're just gonna shoot the whole movie again in a studio like my god it's like oh so they, they didn't even follow their own like logic of the suit which is what like if it, if he's a, if it's a see if it's a secret identity situation because we see him out in public in the suit right mm-hmm. <laughs> right why in the dream sequence does she see his face that's what i'm saying damn yeah that's what i'm saying great point like there's no what? consistency it's just sometimes he's in the suit and sometimes he's not and including in the visions yeah it's- like we're not hiding our identity anymore just leave it at home i guess <laughs> Um, let's talk about the spider women who are not spider women in this movie. Nope. Um, which one are you most likely to be a gal pal with? I mean, Sydney Swe- Sweeney is a sweetheart in this movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, uh, I don't know. Alex, gal pal, any preference? Um, I liked Anya, the mathlete character, even though the, her only, she's wearing that math t-shirt and <laughs> you would like, it's like, okay, everyone has their moment. This is another thing that like the stuff that they say doesn't impact the story at all. It or so people are like talking about their skills and it's like, okay, well, it seems like they're never gonna suit up because that's a future vision and timeline, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, oh, we thought that these moments of her of Sydney Sweeney's character saying, Oh, I know Taekwondo. Maybe she's gonna throw a punch at that guy. Mm-hmm. The only kind of payoff we get is um the other not Sydney Sweeney and not the Anya, the other woman. Her she got to skateboard down oh, yeah, on that yeah. piece of metal. So we got payoff there. But the only that's the only thing we ever Boy. get. Only thing that Anya does is she calculates the contraction rate of Emma's <laughs> yeah. pregnancy yeah, in the car. Hey, that's very useful. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> that's it. Like her math didn't solve a problem on the way to the really decrepit fireworks factory, which is just. <laughs> oh yeah, the flares. The flares. Yeah. Oh, the when flares. I tell you to get down, get down. And then like the wall disappears and they're like through the brick wall. Yes. Uh, Chelsea, which one of these gals are you most likely to pal around with? <laughs> can, we, like, can we start calling them the Spice Girls? Because I feel like, like this Spice is Spice like- Girls. I, I opt okay. out. So this, I don't know enough about any of them to give you a different right, answer. Exactly. There is a thing that kind of reminds me of this is that may, you probably remember because you were a girl in, you know, the 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. whatever. So you remember shows like Winks yes. and Totally Spies yep. and, and those type of where it's like a, an intentionally multicultural cast 
of women that yep. have no discernible characteristics except that they're wearing different clothes and they have different superpowers. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's definitely the kind of America's answer to kind of like Japanese like magical girl anime, except mm -hmm. you know because in Japan they're all white, but over here we're we're diverse because we're trying to capture the market share of market children share. toys, right. like mm -hmm. you know, and that's. That's the kind of thing I never saw, like the Winx live action show, or was it Witch? I can't remember. No, there was it all... was the Winx Club. Okay, no, they did a Winx Club live action. Show. Yeah, and I never watched that, but it's very, it's of that where it's like we just here's your stand-in representation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yep. So, Lauren, did you have a, a preference for your gal pal? <laughs> I, I, man, you know, I. I no, I don't. I, 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 I mean, I'd have to like uh, okay, wait, cobble one this characteristic of each one to yes. make a whole human. Let me let me let me, let me, let me uh, rephrase the question for you. You're trapped for some reason. Dakota Johnson ditches you in the woods with these three girls for no re no reason whatsoever. Which one are you most likely to? Sydney Sweeney, just because I'm obsessed with her from Euphoria. But that's yeah, that's all I can. She drives to New Jersey to do that. We were trying to Aaron and I were trying to figure out where are they? Are they in Central Park? No idea. Like they, and she started a bonfire. Where could they go? Then she started a bonfire. But then she walks to a a, a, a diner. Yeah. <laughs> They um, drove all the way to New Jersey, and she <laughs> dropped them off there. Do you guys remember how Dakota Johnson just hopped on a plane and flew down to the Amazon or whatever? Yeah, she like was that? down there a week, you and every, everything was cool back home, I guess. Even yeah. though they're looking for her and the girls actively somehow... The the newspaper got printed in like four hours. Did oh, you all yeah. notice that? Yeah. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, yeah. I did. What? Yeah. Yeah. In what world? Okay. How also, are we going on a plane? It was hilarious. The guy in the diner. I and I, I, I don't know if you guys caught this. The guy in the diner just see he he just said, Yeah, three girls kidnapped. Like you don't even have like a visual. He's like, Oh, three girls kidnapped. I just saw three girls walk into this diner. All right, cops, I think I found them. I was like, what? how do how do you know these are the girls? The, yeah. the, the girls travel in groups just like men. How, there's three women. They walk and in And they don't appear to have a captor, which that would be the definition like, of kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's also they're also she's also a terrible paramedic. And there is there is there like my God. It's like like oh I, God. ambulance came to mind. I was oh like, I God. see the artistry of ambulance now, Caleb. Do I do. do the Michael Bay. Ambulance movie. Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal yeah, yeah, giving an Oscar-worthy performance in a Michael Bay movie. It's incredible. I understand it Masterpiece. Now. I, I see now what I didn't see before <laughs> by watching this. You're like, you know what a bad ambulance movie would be? Hey, hey, Laurent, that made me think about the time they had the bonding sequence where she taught them how to do CPR. CPR. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hands interlocked. Push, push, push. You know. Oh my God. Don't stop. Don't stop. It's got to be the same rhythm. Oh and this is a funny God. thing about CPR is that usually in CPR trainings, they will teach you a song that because mm -hmm. you have to keep rhythm. Rhythm is part of the deal of doing CPR well. And because they can't actually get the rights to any song that they would perform CPR to, it's just yes. like, well, you're going to figure out this rhythm on your own. And if you don't, they're going to snuff it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How many girls are going to watch this and start doing this to yeah. real people? And like, why isn't it working? Dakota Johnson and Madam oh Webb said it saves lives. No. And then the, then the emotional beats, because there's it's really strange. Like, there's early on, like, Mike Epps, the comedian, is in this movie for five seconds. Mm -hmm. And he dies. Sorry, you know, spoiler alert. It doesn't matter. He's not a character. But the thing is that 
he dies and there's this moment where like you know she's like sees the future and like he's gonna get hit by something she's like let me drive because i guess she's gonna kill herself for him yeah. but like <laughs> i don't understand it's like and then like he dies and then like she's genuinely going for emotion here and she was like make him come back make him back. i was like this is not earned i don't even know who this dude is yeah, no, i mean i know who he is in he, life yeah, but he literally just shows up for like two seconds i was yeah. like I, why do i care about this why are we going for the performance in this moment this movie's been on for five minutes you know so even i don't even know who you are yet <laughs> it's like so so yeah. i have more questions and we'll get to spoilers and before yeah. we do that we should probably give our letter grades for madam Wen <laughs> and oh also some alternate media recommendations uh, here um i know i know Laron, you're like like, is it an A or an A plus? <laughs> I'm oscillating between two grades right now. <laughs> All right, Chelsea Radiman, what letter grade do you give Madam Webb? I think that this might receive like the third F I've ever given my entire life. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which yeah. is just, I really hate to give that yes. because I'm like, there's crew and everything. They they put in some effort. It deserves a D plus. But the fact that they even delivered um, a movie as bad as it was delivered, but they delivered a movie, you want to say, well, at least you did that. So right. it's just it's 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 a crime. It's a crime. It is, it's it is, crime. it is the third F of my entire career, right there with RIPD and the mummy. Wow. Ooh, wait, the Tom okay, Cruise mummy? The Tom Cruise one, right? Okay. 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 The nineties one. Like, hold on. Oh, a good trifecta of RIPD is something mm. something else. I think we saw that one at the we same did. press screener. We oh did. my god, what the hell for yeah. that movie? Alexandra Bohannon. I'm I'm gonna give this an F plus. <laughs> the plus is for the, the experience. The plus is for my amazing experience. <laughs> uh, definitely would recommend you see this with your friends. This is a this is the best, like a guaranteed great bad movie night if you're gonna mm -hmm. have one. And I think that what's so shocking is because you expect these. Because I don't know about you guys, I had on my um, my screening, I had trailers for Twisters, Blumhouse's new whatever that is, and then uh, the Tarot? Tarot movie. Yeah, yeah, and let's go Tarot. You know, like God. that. Those are movies that you expect. Like I love, I love everyone that worked on Twisters here. You know, Let's Go Crew. But those are movies that you're expecting. You're, yeah, like you're you're not thinking the movie a studio like this is going to put out something this actually incompetent at times, right. which right. is the surprising and shocking part of it. It's just a very special movie. It's yeah, it's especially it's bad. Especially it's bad. like they accidentally released the working cut yeah, from like a year almost. ago. Yeah, and they, it feels and like they, that. And they were too lazy they're to like, send the new one. They're like, you know what? Just run it. it. It's not going to make that much of a difference. Um, Dump have... it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> really piss them off. <laughs> so, LeBron Chapman, that, that leaves you. I've also very seldom. I had to go on Letterboxd to even see like what have I given an F to, and it, it's it, it's a small list of like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies. Oh, it's my number 10. Um, and, and some of the ones in the running here are The Human Centipede 2. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, no. oh no! Cats. I love yeah. you, Craig. This, I love you, this Craig. Is the this is the cats of superhero this, movies. It is. Oh, yes. yes, that. Monkey yep. Bone. I'm sorry for people who like that one. Um, it's one that I just cringe inducing the box if you remember that mm -hmm. with, um, oh yeah cameron diaz movie oh, and james marsden i liked it at the time i saw one approximately 0.8 times 20 Wait, times eight. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so very, very in the lead yes this movie gets enough for me because it's not a movie it's it's mm -hmm. really not a film it's like you said it's incompetent in ways i can't even i can't conceive of my it's brain. embarrassing yeah embarrassingly bad but i do say it has to be seen to be believed yeah, yeah. you know so I'm also going to go F plus, and the the one plus is I do actually think Dakota Johnson 
for what it's worth, I don't. She's doing something here that <laughs> I that I that I and I don't blame her for the movie. Yeah. At least when she, <laughs> at least <laughs> in the last shot of the movie, she looks like the, with the sunglasses yes. and the wheelchair. She's got the dorkiest grin on her face. Yes. I'm I like, know. you know what? That's that's a plus. That's why it got yeah. instead on Letterbox instead of getting a half star, it got a one star, and instead of an F. It gets an F plus. But yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this thing is an abomination. Stinker. It should never have been released. Amy Pascal should be ashamed. <laughs> ashamed of mishandling anything adjacent to the Spider-Man IP this poorly. Wowza. That's who I blame. I Wowza. blame the producers. Uh, this is, at a, yeah, but yeah, hate watch it with a bunch of friends. I highly recommend that. Is, uh, it, is Sony just like trying to tank the market value of the, the spider brand to get Marvel actually, to buy it back? That sounds very interesting. That's weird though, because I just yeah. made it across the Spider-Verse, which could win best animated feature this year. It's True. beloved. Oh, like, I mean, and No Way Home made like a, a billion and a half dollars. I, but it's mm -hmm. weird. Maybe they need like a one-time cash infusion from Marvel buying the spider people back. And they're like, we're just going to make it cheap enough for them to do it and give us still enough of a bump. Because this is, this like is bad. Like, like I, 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 the, the, the strategy had to have been either no one showed up to even approve this thing. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, yeah, let's release a dud. Yeah. It feels like yeah. it has to be that strategic. It's so bad. Because if this was made with intention... And actual, you know what I mean? Then that is actually scary. Listen, you know? yeah. if Batgirl and the Wiley e. Coyote movie can get canceled, yeah, and this movie get released, you're like, no, and we you get, get force fed this. Yes, yeah. Then yeah, it's like you could have just just pull a card. If it's that bad, just pull that card. Be like, oh, we're canceling it for tax write-off purposes. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> so much went that way. Yeah, man. Okay, well, what other media would you recommend? Film, television, novels, music? <laughs> Literally uh, anything else. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Watch a Super Bowl Go commercial. Go outside, touch some grass, adjust to, Get adjust some fresh to reality. Well, I, I actually had a recommendation okay. here. Uh, yes. You know, if you are looking for a film about women who are trying to ditch just the most toxic man alive. You gotta watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. Um, okay. If you're looking Fun. for more gal pal movies, The Craft, starring Nev Campbell. Yes. Okay, The Craft group. is, yeah. yep, banging. Um, if you wanna see other, uh, if you watch the Super Bowl and you remembered, yes, Blake Lively is a person that's still out there. <laughs> Uh, and you watch the Oscars and you're like, I love American Ferrer. You go with Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh my gosh, Caleb, um, just cutting it deep there. I and love lastly, it. just for nostalgia's sake for me, Mona Lisa Smile. That's a great gal pal movie. Come I on. enjoy that one, yeah. even though Julia Roberts is fine. It's, it's, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> we're not about a girl who's not for her girls mm. or whatever. It's fine. Also, Birds of Prey. That yeah, was yeah. actually okay, I'd say Birds of Prey. That was actually a very a good very, comic book movie yes, about yeah. gal pals that yes. unfortunately the pandemic kind of stole all the wind out of that one and we're mm -hmm. never going to get a follow up. So, any other recommendations guys? Super Bowl commercials? I'm uh, going to go with Bridesmaids. I'm going to go with the oh, Jane Austen Book Club. Nice. I'm going to go with um any uh, god clueless goodness anything fault in our star. i'm just listing movies anything is better than this movie, <laughs> yeah so. i would say for uh sp like spider content yeah. uh insomniac spider-man games those are oh, those great. are a great watch yeah. like i i haven't played them but i've watched um spider-man 2 is quite good friends play yeah. them yeah and they're really um it, it gets you the kind of high of like, oh, team, especially the second one with Miles coming into the picture and the teamwork of, you know, the spider people. And then, oh, I guess that would technically, there's implications after the post post credit sequence as of, of another, of a female spider person coming into play. So, um, so there you go. 
But yeah, there, there, there's so much. Just go watch Spider Man Two. Like, why yes. are we even? Why are we fucking around with <laughs> right. this? Right. We go watch Mainline's Marvel if you want modern Spider content. But just go watch Spider. I'll go watch the '90s Spider Man cartoon that does actually yeah. have Madam Web in several episodes. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> we are going to move into the short spoiler section because um, I just have some di- questions I'm dying to ask, and then we'll, we'll we'll lay this thing to bed. We'll put this thing out to pasture afterwards. So, um, we've already. Put a lot of spoilers out there, but if you don't want to be in our very analysis-filled spoiler discussion, go ahead and tune out now. What happened to you, Mary Jane? I can't go on without knowing. Not as Spider-Man, not as anyone. Oh, how long you are, Spider-Man. As usual. No, not you again. I still have something very important for you to do. Have you forgotten that I have been preparing you this long while for the most important battle of your life? I remember all of my encounters with you, Madam Webb. I want nothing to do with you. A few questions I have to ask. I'm just going to go down the list and keep them in short succession, okay? We actually already answered one. Uh, why was Madam Webb in a wheelchair at the end? We've already discussed that, so we don't need to re... re- but here's my follow-up question. Ben Parker... The moral compass of Marvel, because he's the moral compass of Spider-Man, who is one of the more moral superheroes in the Marvel comics. Good guy, bad guy. He gets on board with the kidnapping really easily. Um, mm, yeah, he doesn't ever ask mm-mm. questions. No, so let's let's mention who he's played by. In this. Oh, uh, you mean Adam Scott? Oh, yeah, Adam Scott. Um, Adam Scott, man, my one of choice. my top celeb crushes. I of love all him. Time. I love him, and he's in um, uh, Severance. Right I now, know. Which is he's and he's great in that. What what blackmail or what paycheck? I have to know. I have to know. Um, but yeah, Ben, ben Parker, we good guy, bad guy. What do we think? In this, yeah, it's ambiguous. Ambiguous, but, but, it, in, but it minimum incompetent. Yeah, why would he take those girls? Back in public, that whole last third act wouldn't have happened if they sat their asses at home. Like, that (laughs) just. (laughs) Yeah. Also, it's like, hey, I gotta go run to the Amazon real quick. Can you just watch these girls I kidnapped for a A week? A (laughs) week? Oh, and your wife's expecting. No big deal. Oh, I think that's like a relative. I don't think that's his. Oh, that's his uh, sister in law. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, her husband is out of town. Everyone's out of town. Literally, it it is a major point of discussion that everybody is out of town. Yeah. So this leads me to my next question. Um, Her baby, Peter Parker. Oh my god! We had a ba- whole baby shower sequence, and it's like that is my favorite sequence. That is the sequence that stood out to me. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It, it is, is pure comedy. Yes. When she's describing to her that yeah, my mom died in during childbirth. She submitted a blank. I I. Okay, everyone who makes fun of me for loving cringe content like Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Office, The Rehearsal, like the, I love cringe comedy. That one had me out of my skin because of how s- so uncomfortable it was in the fact that someone could out there could be doing that. I can imagine Larry David doing that, which is bad. That's not what you want your heroine to be is Larry David. Yes, oh, oh God. It so yeah. It was so funny. And again, Dakota Johnson just she really that committing. Moment. Yes, she committed, committed. Uh, okay, 2003. How does this setting add to the movie? Oh, yeah. I don't really think it matters oh, where yeah. this took place, what time frame it took place. There's no like deep political undertones that it's it's commenting on or what have you. It 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 just makes this feel even more dated and warmed over and unnecessary. So the time didn't 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 stand out to me at all. 
Well, okay, and so you, you mentioned earlier it was like set in the 90s. So maybe was this later on rev- revised to be set to the now? And then they were like, just kidding, this is terrible. So we're going to make it in a time period it can never connect to. Yeah. Mm. Like, is, is, is the time mm. that irrelevant? Yeah, because my thing is that it's an interesting foray into being, I hate saying, oh, gosh, because it's 20 years ago, plus it's like a period piece. I hate that, but it's by convenience because they're like, okay, the how piece, can the fashion we, does not in any way match this the, fashion. It the is slightly, it's almost there, but it's almost like they are looking at the lens of what the girlies are wearing now because they're interpreting this period. Mm. It's more of looking back through modern eyes at it because Sydney Celine's glasses are completely wrong yeah. for this time period. Um, and I also think it's really interesting considering this is two years post 9-11. She was a first responder probably at during 9-11. Mm-hmm. And this is never acknowledged, discussed, mentioned. That's true. Uh-huh. And That's the a great fact pop. it's set in New York, you know, so much of like a lot of Spider-Man content where Spider-Man isn't with the main Marvel squad is like New York is a character. Huge part. This, this yeah. is not, I, this could be set in Detroit. Like mm-hmm. this could be set anywhere, yeah. you know, for, and it's just so weird. They don't that, even use the space. Yeah. No, it's it's never really, oh, yellow cabs, but they drive out to New Jersey and dump them at a diner. Like, also, do you notice how she has, she keeps the same yellow cab throughout the entire I, thing? No, even she after she comes back. at the airport. <laughs> even at the end of the movie, she's still driving it around. Jeez, jeez. Um, I also, the, the one, inkling of a smidgen of a sprinkle of a time period setting was they referenced that that Sims has to steal the NSA technology which Mm -hmm. is a them alluding to the Bush era politics of surveillance yes but they they really don't like that's that's the only connection. Like they don't right. even like talk about that really. It's just like yeah. I have to have this technology that I can only get through the, the secret government agency known as the NSA. And that technology is not 2003 vibes. Oh no, no. Like, no. we're 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 2010s looking. Yeah, setup. exactly. Like it's definitely it's trying to ape those structures while still it it can't actually be that setting. This is more like you were saying, like what we're experiencing with present surveillance with through our through phones and whatever and like GPS and everything. But yeah, the it being in a say it's like trying to it's well, this movie isn't trying to do anything. But if I'm being charitable to this, it's like, oh, well, is it trying to make like a commentary in like a post 9-11 cinema way? No, mm-hmm. because it's like we never engage with these ideas. It's just a relevant plot point that Miss Computer can track you wherever you are. Um, it's again, like, like incompetent. It, like yeah. you could even make a passing line of of nine eleven. Right. You know, anxiety is yeah. nothing. Even just a line in. There we started have... building this technology after the World Trade Centers went down. Yeah, or something like one anything. line. Yeah. One line. Um, and then yeah, the computers that Chelsea that's a good claw. It it definitely feels like our idea of surveillance post the Dark Knight in two thousand eight. Yes, because you even have that big wall of computer monitors and you see the waves and it's like yeah, but we weren't really thinking about that in our culture until after. Yeah. Like the. Or like the late two thousands when everyone was like, "Oh shit, we're all being," you know what I mean? It just doesn't right. fit. Right. And what all. is he doing? Like whenever, like in the waiting period, like what is he like gestating? Like he's just because like the, she's looking at the the monitor. Is like, where are they? Where, what, what, where are we now? It's just like I'm like he's just sitting there in a suit, and I'm just like, what is this guy? And do he's not all even day? actually doing it. He's got some other woman who's working for yeah. him for some re- somehow, yeah. and who's doing all the work. He's just pacing yeah. around. He just pacing around, and the shadow is trying to hide his lips. And then you know? also <laughs> the fact that he would have. How did he get his dream people out of his head into the computer? Right. Like, oh that my was, god. That was some AI. 
Yeah, like what? yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, it does make you wonder if they reskinned it. I think to, they did to be of just say that like, it's two thousand. I know it saves this movie if we just set it in two thousand three. It'll be and timely. then the yeah. sell one obligatory like they throw her little Nokia brick out the window. That's like the <laughs> only piece of like. That kind of Data, yeah of that time. She has an answering machine. All of that, all of this stuff that's like antiquated technology could have been reshoots. Mm -hmm. Oh so, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely easily. Well, um, yeah, it's just. I I think yeah. it realistically could be that it was set in 2013. Honestly, mm -hmm. yeah. And then they were like, and then if retroactively they, if, if, added if, it, if they were originally gonna like connect it with Venom or something like that to build out that the Sonyverse. And then they were like, "This we we this is not this we, is not going anywhere. We need we're gonna back it off ten years. We have to back it off ten years so that and it still doesn't match up. I did the, I thought about this where it's like, oh yeah, we well we have to make this line up with the timeline so that baby born here is Peter Parker, yeah. who's mm. the same Peter Parker's in the MCU. But the, even then, he's like what fifteen probably in that movie, something like that. Uh, and and civil War, he shows up in Civil War, which is in twenty sixteen. Yeah. And so he would be 12. Like, you see, it still doesn't match up at all. No. You know, I know this bonkers choices. What was the name of the woman that Sims slept with? Did we get that? Did anyone get that note down? <laughs> no. Okay. I just Jeez. had to make I sure just I didn't. Know she was NSA. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, which of you guys stuck around for the post credit stinger? Wait, there's a post credits? I stayed through the whole thing and there wasn't. No, because that's the, that's, that's the joke, Alex. Oh. There is not. Because uh. you and I are the suckers who stayed around for the whole thing. Lauren, my wife Lauren was with me and she was so mad. She's like, I hated this movie and you made me sit through the credits. Because I usually look it up. But right. for comic book movies, you just, and especially something as god awful as this, you have to imagine they're trying to at least promote the next thing. Mm, yeah. I literally left out of my seat as soon as like the credits were still rolling when I saw you in the hallway oh, going, wow. as you were going into this travesty so yeah Laurent can you describe that actually yeah if you two could yes. describe this interaction so I, I was walking at our local um, yeah film AMC mm -hmm. um, in the mall here in Oklahoma and I yeah I was walking down the hall of shame as I was like my head was down and I was half asleep. Um, I will admittedly tell you that I nodded off four or five times during this because I'm, I'm running on fumes from hours and hours of working with no sleep. But um, I, I promise you I didn't miss anything. I'm, I'm, as I'm hearing it, I was like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, so it was, it, I wasn't like fading out of consciousness. That's actually what it looked like. Okay, cool. They're like, so, um, but yes, I, I saw uh, Chelsea in the hallway and um, she was she was on her way in to this travesty. Yeah. And she looked at me and she's like, so thoughts? And I'm just like, I, I, I couldn't even find the words. And she was just like, all right, well, Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. God Enjoy that. Enjoy oh. that. He's like, I'm sorry that you have to to experience this for the podcast. Exactly. Uh, it's like the instructional video. I, I was excited, though, because I was like, I'm going to have a friend to watch this with oh, me. And no. then I was like, no. oh, no. <laughs> we yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I yes. saw it. We should have timed yeah, that better. We, we could have hate watched it and it had a great time. Uh, guys, next time like, we. Like you did. Yeah. <laughs> next, time, blast. next time we pick a, a movie like this, I'm going to organize a watch together. party yeah. together. Yes. That's uh, the okay. only way. Fabulous. I, I regret not doing it this time, honestly. But um, <laughs> we all true. we do have Craven the Hunter and Venom Three to look forward to. That's true. So. The masterpieces such as uh, Craven the Hunter. That was the uh, you know my biggest disappointment when they shoveled it off of the schedule last year. Yeah, travesty. Um, hey, okay. Last thing, I have more questions, but we're gonna we're running out of time, so I'll keep it short. Um, hey, is this movie the Harbinger of End Times? Mm. 
have we reached the point? Is the Roman Empire about to collapse? Because this certainly feels like the, you know, I, I don't really think about the Roman Empire often, but as I was watching this movie, it was very top of mind. I feel like it is definitely the um, an indication or at least <laughs> premonition, of, <laughs> a premonition of, you know, like what, how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially if we go start you know, devolving into a world where AI starts to take over creative content and storytelling and things like that. Like, admittedly, this clearly wasn't, I mean, a soup, I hope. I don't know. I think AI was probably used somewhere in in the production. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. And if so, then this is what that looks like and this is how soulless this this material will be for us. And you'll, you know what I mean? So, like, it's like, it's not a future we want. So definitely let's not support that kind of content so that they can not even, you know what I mean, entertain the idea of replacing actors with robots so that we can watch movies like this that that don't even make sense, you know? So, yeah, I would say, is it a, it's an indication of what could happen. Hopefully we don't go down that road. So, so you're saying I'm hopeful that we will, this will be a great- the harbinger, this is the warning. This you're is saying the, it, this is the omen, mm-hmm. you know, so. We still have it, but we still have a chance to turn back, <laughs> yeah. Chelsea? I think that, how do I want to say this? I don't, I, I think that this is hopefully the end of the studios realizing that if it's a superhero, we will come and watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So, 100%. And I really, really hope that it is the end of the Sony-verse um, and Marvel just, I mean, there, there is nobody at Sony shepherding the Sonyverse. Like we have well, it. Amy Pascal, but creatively she doesn't care. She just likes money. Right. And mm-hmm. then they, and the only time you have Kevin involved is if it's Spider-Man and right. I'm pretty sure that that deal is done. They have technically, yeah. yes, they own, from what I understand is they, Marvel is owed one more appearance by Tom or one appearance by Spider-Man mm-hmm. in, in the movies. Yeah. So I am, I'm hoping I, I think I, I have high hopes for the fantastic forecasting. We just had. Yes. Um, oh, who? Is, oh, it's good. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, well, uh, I'm pretty spotty on Pedro Pascal's Mr. Fantastic, but the others are very good. Um, Vanessa Kirby is uh, Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um, the guy from Stranger Things, the latest season who played Eddie. Okay. Uh, oh, is, yeah. Uh, Joseph Quinn. Is, yes. Joseph Quinn. Just Quinn. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it. Uh, is playing Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. and then the That's thing great. is played by Ebon Moss uh, from The Bear. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. The, yeah. Not the, 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 the kind of the fuck cool. up on the bear, basically, yeah. which mm-hmm. it's very fitting for the thing. Diverse yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Take. hoping. I'm hoping Fantastic Four and X Men will. The X Men will save us. I. I, I know Caleb's. I'm uh, so, so excited, guys. Okay, we got last week. We got a Deadpool three trailer mm-hmm. that is, and that is, it, it looks great. It's everything I've been wanting all this multiverse nonsense to be, which is just making poking fun and bringing all the cameos in. It looks like it's doing that, and then we got a we got a trailer for X Men ninety seven, the animated series, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, guys, I want my I want the X Men content. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of superheroes, but I am. Never yeah. tired Never of the X Men. As we've always said, Blade, yes, X Men. Yeah, these are exceptions to the rule. Very always for me. So yeah, no matter how good or bad. Yeah, Constantine. If we get another We're one, we getting a sequel. Yeah, for that. Um. Okay. Uh, last question: Is there anything at all this movie could do 
a sequel because you know they definitely set up a sequel at the end they even there's like a line about you never know what the future will hold and we never confirmed that what's his nuts actually died like it's Ezekiel true. Sims he died like, off scene yeah <laughs> and if he's really as spidery as his little venom keeps him alive forever what could know? they possibly do though is my question what what is there anything they could do in the sequel to be like they you know didn't what didn't do anything here so there's nothing to do <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, you know the world is their oyster the, the only thing that is set up is that these girls will get powers that yeah. they did not get within the course of the film. <laughs> they can make the movie that they that the trailers sold. That's, so, that's correct. It's an they origin not, story within an origin story. No yeah. one actually has superpowers in this movie except for the bad guy. And his well, only Madame Web, but Madame that's Web. but not in like the way that you want superpowers this to be is displayed. A, this is a superhero movie without the stuff that superhero movies bring to the table. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did. I loved. I will say, I did really like the piece we got at the end with her using her powers. Oh, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, this would be so cool. And you've just trashed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. there is hope if they were to make a second one, if they use the powers and the, the girls who were teased to get spider powers actually do get spider powers. Are you talking about when she like... When she's in... Yeah. Mul- she, she, it's she, yeah. like use the web to be in multiple use places the, at once. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... I guess you're right. That is cool. They didn't yeah. do anything with that except... That Tell us, except tease us and say we're never doing it again. Yeah, maybe she'll be a minor. Maybe maybe Dakota Johnson will need a paycheck and come back as a supporting character. Yeah, well, or maybe um, or maybe they'll kill her in Deadpool three. Maybe that'll be a surprise. Oh, cameo. that'd be fun. That'd be great because her powers go to one of the other girls at one point in the comics, doesn't it? I actually know shockingly little about Madame Web. I, the only reason I know is because I skimmed her Wikipedia page walking mm. into the movie. I know how she relates directly to Peter Parker sometimes, but that's about it. I know there's multiverse shenanigans. I think her powers go to Sydney Sweeney's character uh, in okay. the comics at some juncture, but then they revert back later on. Yeah, uh, I could imagine what if she, like, again, cameo, um, shoot, I can't play. remember who played the most recent Daredevil we've already talked about, but the Netflix Charlie. Guy. And he Charlie showed up in... Fox. Cox, he yeah. showed up in one of the spider men. Yeah, yeah. No um, way home. Yeah. So that could be potential, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but what? Like, but like, but like, what, what if we just didn't do that? But what if? What if not? What, what if, if we not? just didn't? Okay, <laughs> just bring Stopped. it out to the pasture and just, just you know, <laughs> Madam Web. Pretend we didn't. Just scrub our our the conscience. Feminist over. icon for a generation. Gal yeah. pal icon. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything else we want to add about Madam Web before we wrap up the conversation? I am satisfied that we didn't get. At least we've gotten a lot of that. Oh, raw that that annoying like corporate feminism mm-hmm. in a lot mm-hmm. of the Marvel films that did not happen in this film because everyone just felt like an like an a neutral entity. Like nobody really leaned into anything because nobody because the movie didn't mean anything. There's no yeah. there were no human beings. No human this. beings. So I'm but I'm grateful that that wasn't leaned into and it was kind of refreshing in a way, but it was also, it was just a lot of choices <laughs> were made. or not choices. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Brit- Britney made. Spears is toxic was a plot point in this film. Oh, that's why they said it in 2003 because we yeah. needed to get toxic. I, you know what? They did their research. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> F plus. Someone this is, somewhere. This is going to be a big hit someday. <laughs> they were, they were, they were, um, the, uh, oh gods, who was it? The toxic. They did it on, oh no, it wasn't. I was going to say it was the Tom Holland, um, <laughs> episode, but no, it wasn't. It was the Clark Gregg episode <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, lip, lip, lip sync battle. Hey, so while we're talking about Spider-Man and 
anyway, this has nothing to do with anything. Did you guys read that report that Tom Hollander got Tom Holland's paycheck by accident yes. one time? And he's like, holy shit, this kid gets paid so much money. Oh my <laughs> wow. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's surreal. Talking about Spider-Man content, that has nothing to do with Madame Web whatsoever, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, um, what if your name was the same as a celebrity? You too could get multi-millions deposited mm, in your bank account. By accident. By accident. I, I, I don't think I've ever texted during a movie, but I texted once during this movie, and it was to tell a friend that they used the line, "Great with great responsibility, oh. great power will come. Thank you. Yep. I forgot. Yep. We, thank you, Alex. That was very important. You're right. We needed to acknowledge. We had to talk about We don't that. have the, the iconic line. We have this Yoda version. Mm -hmm. The reverse. <laughs> Missy Elliott flip it in reverse. <laughs> I, you know. I just hope. I want. Here's what I hope. Really, Chelsea, you said it well. I do hope this is the end of just comic. I think we are finally seeing the end of the gold rush for comic book movies. Not that we're going to stop getting them, but I just think studios are like, oh crap, we can't just put out a really subpar movie that'll make three hundred million, four hundred million dollars mm -hmm. just because it exists. Yeah. yeah. And because this, this right here, again, it's either such a wild oversight or very strategically bad. And yeah. either way you put it, they thought they could put it out and people wouldn't care. Exactly. Right. It's yeah, it's kind of it's actually very insulting to a lot of people. And that's yeah. and, and that's yes. why I hope we don't reward including them the by talent, showing up. Including mm -hmm. the talent on the screen. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So I hope we don't show up in droves to make them continue to do that. Yeah. So. You know what's wild is the Venom movies, which actually are significantly better than this mm -hmm. movie. They're not good, but they're significantly better than mm -hmm. this movie. Um those have made a lot of money. I think yeah. that's the problem. They, those made yeah. a lot of money, and then they got the idea of, oh, we can do a Venom movie. Mm -hmm. Venom, who is probably one of the most popular mm -hmm. Spider-Man villains. So they're just doing it with all of them, and I hope that this causes them to pause and say, wait, maybe yeah. maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this very important emergency episode. Do not say we never gave you anything. <laughs> we did this for you. Like and subscribe, please. Please oh, give us the, a review. Please leave us the review. Thank you, Leroy. Uh, Chelsea Raderman, where can people follow you online if they want to keep up with your takes on spider things? Spider things. Um, you can follow me on Twitter because we don't call it X um, at Cinefalchels or on Instagram at the same handle or on threads at the same handle. I'm not really using threads so I figured out it's placed in my <laughs> yeah. portfolio. It yeah. is getting growing in popularity so mm -hmm. it does make me think maybe I should but also it's just more social maybe, media. Maybe I'll switch. Maybe yeah. we don't know. But yeah, you yeah. can find me on Twitter with all sorts of hot takes. LaRon Chapman. You can follow my reviews on thecinematropolis.com starting this year. Super it. excited. Alexandra Bohanum. Um, you can follow me in all my egregious product placement from Calvin Klein and PepsiCo at <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait. Yeah. yeah, we did we I didn't just mention had to sneak Pepsi. that one in there. I think I want a Pepsi now, Alex. Yeah, Thank you. yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. you can follow me on Death Instagram. By Pepsi. <laughs> so much Pepsi product placement. Did they, in fact, this. did Pepsi pay for this entire movie? I, they might have, because I mean, literally, it's in there so often I yeah. my eyes kept finding it. It was mm -hmm. like, where's Waldo? There's Pepsi Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Pepsi P falls onto them. So I know. So sorry, Alex. Where can they follow no, your Pepsi you can, content? Oh, I had to. I had to let everyone know that they can follow me for more Pepsi content at <laughs> by Alex Bohannon on Instagram. <laughs> uh, amazing, and of course you can follow me on all the things uh, at C Masters Talk. That's letter C Masters Talk, uh, Letterboxd, uh, Instagram X, kind of. Uh, yeah, all those places. Find me there, or you can find all the things we're doing here over here at thecinematropolis.com. Hey, we've got some cool episodes. Uh, out, we're now back in full swing um, after taking a hiatus. 
Coming up next is going to be our uh, our annual Oscar special. Have a couple of very exciting guests joining us, uh, Lauren and myself, uh, as always. And then, hey, Dune Part 2 review coming after that. <sighs> We're finally here. We went through all of this so we could get there. That's yeah. the sweet we release. To, <laughs> that's the sweet release. That's, that's, that's it. We have to go see the Madam Web so that we can earn the yeah. Dune Part 2s. Mm-hmm. I see. Catch us all over at thecinematropolis.com, listeners. Until next time. Right. Web in time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're all stalling. <laughs> no, no, I'm ready. I got it.